The following podcast is a Dear Media production. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Aha! So it's timing and tone and location. Your timing has to be right. You want to make sure you're in a good place where you feel safe and your tone. Because what a lot of people do is like, we need to talk about our sex life. You never initiate. You never give me a blowjob. You never go down to me. This conversation that you have about sex is positive and it's light. And remember, it's not the last one. It's only your first one. Well, 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 what do we have here, Michael? A new hairdo? Another sexy episode. Another sexy episode, another sexy hairdo by Michael Bostick. That clip was from our guest of the show today, Emily Morse of Sex with Emily. We also just did a two-part episode on her podcast, so make sure you check it out after this one. This is a little two-parter. We did part one and part two, and then we did a little swap, cut the episodes in half. So you got to check out hers, got to check out ours. We're going to do that right now. Guys, we have had Emily Morse on the show before. We always have a good time talking all things sex, relationships. Threesomes. Threesomes. Sex- Sexy Stranger. Sexy Stranger. We've talked about Sexy Stranger a little bit on this show. She's the one that gave us the idea. It's really on this episode or it was on her episode. Whichever swap. Let's just, we let's even swap, got guys. into it with Taylor about edging. If you don't know what edging is, you got to listen. On one of these, like I said, two-parter. So yeah, this is a sexy episode, which is perfect because I just put up a blog post breaking down Sexy Stranger. And Michael, I got to say, I threw you under the bus a little with your outfit. My outfit sucked. I'm going to redo it, guys. I'm sorry. I'm so- <laughs> I'm, listen, I'm sorry to the whole community. I apologize to everyone, not just to my wife. How I can you not understand that we wanted you to get really detailed with your outfit? I didn't realize the effort that was being put in. I by... thought you were going to show up like uh, like from, uh, like from the space guy from Toy Story. Listen, the next time I show up... Up. You're not even going to know who it is. I'm going to, I'm hiring actors. I'm having all sorts of things. There's a whole thing going on. But we're also going to do it at a bar, not a restaurant, not an intimate Italian restaurant where a guy was literally in my nipples that was next to me because we were so close. Whenever to Lauren and I go to a restaurant and there's, you know, sometimes you sit next to a nosy couple. I'm just going to call it out. Don't be a nosy couple. Sometimes there's nosy couples. Don't they sit be there, a nosy couple. They sit there with like the ear, the ear horn. No, not there's talking. nothing worse when you go to a really intimate restaurant, which is my favorite kind of restaurant and you're next to someone and they have an ear horn up to your conversation. Me and Michael, Michael and I just hate it. Listen, I was trying to talk to my whore of a wife because literally she was dressed up as a whore and I was trying to like be sexy with it. And I had ear horn Susie next to me judging me. And I was like, guys, you don't like, I mean, listen, I understand to their, they were probably like, what is this guy doing? Why are they like, you know, I talking? had horny Henry in my tits. Well, I mean, we're, okay guys, lesson number one, when you do sexy stranger, uh, don't don't go to a place where you're next to Earhorn Susie and Billy. And also don't go next to or don't do it where you're sitting at dinner. Go and pick up at the bar and do the whole thing. Yeah, pick because me up at the bar. I was wanting to talk dirty and all that stuff. And it was, you know, there was a guy and like a he had, you know, you I knew it was gonna be dicey when he had his napkin tucked into his the his shirt. You know when guys do that? Yeah. His napkin was tucked into his shirt. He had an ear horn, a microphone on us. It was too much. It was hard to have a conversation. Watch, the internet's gonna pull one of those clips when I said horrible wife is gonna be a whole thing. I can just be a just don't do it, guys. I don't, we don't care, but don't do it. I like to be a freak in the bedroom. You know what? Guys, here we are again. Sex with Emily again on the podcast. Emily Morse, she's been in this space, audio space for a very long time. She has her show Sex with Emily, now on Sirius as well as podcast. All things sex. Always have a great time talking with her and hope you enjoyed this conversation. Here we go. You know what's gotten rid of my fake cough, Lauren? Well, it's not really a fake cough, It's but, but you call it a fake cough. What, Michael? Got rid of my cough. The Molecule Air Purifier, the only air purifier that also destroys allergens. Hold up. I need to tell you why I'm so obsessed with this air purifier. First of all, can we talk about the aesthetic? If I have an air purifier in my room, I don't want some ugly, huge, chunky machine. The molecule is something that you actually want next to your bedside. It also is like a huge plus that it got rid of your fake cough. And it helps with the dogs. The air has never been cleaner in our bedroom. That's true. I mean, the air is very clean. And I just feel like with moving to L.A. with all of the pollution and the toxins up here... The San Diego move was rough on my skin, and this has really, really helped. Air pollution increases year over year, and especially, you know, here in L.A., it's it's brutal. And, you know, you guys, you know me pretty well. I'm not one of these, you know, big wellness guys, but this 
has been a game changer. I've never been, I've never slept better. I'm on a mission for every single person that listens to the Skinny Confidential, him and her podcast, to try out the molecule. I'm telling you, this is something that I am putting on the master list. It is chic. It works. I notice a difference. I notice a difference in Pixie snoring. My dog used to snore and it's literally helped. We close the door. We put on the salt rock lamp. We turn on the molecule. Lauren, I know you love getting specific, so let's get specific. Molecule replaces 50-year-old antiquated technology that's just outdated and old. I've had some air purifiers in the past and they've never worked. It's just been, it's just been a mess. This one, Bluetooth connects to your Wi-Fi, connects to your phone. You can control it. Dark mode, light mode. You can have it silent at night so that it's running when you're sleeping. Honestly, I can't speak high enough about this air purifier. It's the best one we've ever had. And honestly, you guys, if you live in a busy city, I just feel like this is one thing that that needs to be happening in your room while you're sleeping. Like I said, guys, you want better sleep. You want better air. You want less allergies. Less fake coughs. This is the one. Less fake coughs. And even though it's a real cough, particularly <laughs> for those that struggle with allergies like we all do during this season, or if you're in polluted areas, LA, New York, I think that's most of our listeners concentrated in those areas. So guys, Molecules technology has been personally effective and verified by science, but most importantly, it's been tested by real people like yours truly. Molecule has already helped allergy and asthma sufferers around the country better cope with their conditions and significantly reduce their symptoms. You need this in your bedroom. It's so cute next to your salt rock lamp. And we have an offer for you guys. You get 75 $5 off your first order. All you have to do is visit M-O-L-E-K-U-L-E.com. That's molecule.com and at checkout enter code skinny. Again, guys, that's molecule.com and enter code skinny at checkout. We'll be sharing this on social as well. Check it out. Show how it looks in the bedroom. You'll love it. You need this in your room. This is the skinny confidential him and her. We are here with one of my favorite all-time guests, my favorite people to podcast or person to podcast with, Emily from the popular show Sex with Emily, now also on Sirius. Emily, welcome back. So glad to be here. This, guys, is a part two. We've been in the studio for about an hour and a half now, just chatting it up. We just did Emily's show. So if you want to hear the first part of this episode, I don't think we've ever done a part one, part two. smart. You got to go over to, to her show and hear the first part. We're getting a lot of, in a lot of nitty gritty in the sex. Yeah, world. we talk about sexy stranger and how Michael is going to dress up. And so am I as a stranger on my birthday. And I'm going to meet him at the place that you're taking me, which I hope you booked reservations for. And you're going to be a different character. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I'm going to get. We're going to build a whole we're backstory. So, yeah. It's yeah. going to be, we're going to work on it. Maybe too. make sure you have Emily's number. So yeah. If uh-huh. you if you don't follow through, I, this is going to be a big letdown. I'm, I'm getting Emily. I'm getting you on speed dial. So it's funny, guys. We what, we were just talking before, and when we we look at the analytics of the show and we see what you guys are listening to, and whenever we are talking about sex, the numbers always spike. They're the highest. <laughs> we see little freaky freaks out there. Yeah, we see it. it it's, <laughs> but the chatter on the interwebs is always crickets you know people are we see the listening but we don't see a lot of talking about it so people are scared to talk about sex which is understandable which is why we have someone like sex with emily to come loosen everyone up and i mean you're an authority when it comes to sex why do you Um, think people are so scared to talk about sex the reason why people are not talking about sex is because it's not modeled to them so their parents didn't talk to them about sex no one talked about it at school they're not talking to their friends about sex Women need to talk. I think women do a little bit more so. There's always like that one person in the group, hopefully, that, and I always encourage people on my show, I'm like, be that friend, be that one who's like, so do you masturbate? And so also, so there's that. There's like, no one else is doing it. And also most, when when sex was talked about, maybe it was shameful. Maybe they grew up in a home where, maybe their parents would happen. There's always like a first infraction that happens to someone. So maybe they were like six years old and their parents caught them touching themselves. Like, that's dirty. Do it, do it by alone. Do it, don't ever do it outside or never touch yourself. So we have all these early messages around sex. And so we just shut down. We think it's wrong. And again, we don't see it. We know that sex is something that's just mysterious. And then we tell kids, if they do ask about sex and what little sex education there is, their parents are like, oh, well, it's one day when you're in love with someone. You find that's when you'll have sex, when you find a partner. It's just all this misinformation. And so there's really no safe place for people and they feel like they will be judged. And that's what I think it is. Well, you came to the right place because this is a very non-judgmental community. Oh, yeah. And and I, the way I look at it is that uh, basically everyone's having sex. So, like, let's talk about well, right. it. Well, that's that's a big thing. So on my show, too, it's, it's, it's you know, just like you, Lauren, exactly what you do. I'm not judgmental. I'm open. I will talk about anything. And so I think it frees people up on the show, on Sex with Emily and what you guys are doing to be like, oh, yeah, it's OK. And then if you're that person, wherever you're at and you start talking about it, 
I do it everywhere. Like someone says what you do, I'm like, I talk about sex. I help you, how, how's your sex life? And they might be taken aback, but they're never run away. They're like, oh, I actually have a question. So, I actually have a question. <laughs> I mean, it's such a big component of human life. How could you not want to talk about yes. it? So that's what's the mystery too. We're all having it. We all want to do it. We all want to understand it. It's like food. It's almost like cooking or food. The sex category. Yeah. You might want everyone to talk about We need about a sex just cook like book from you. I know. Yes. Uh, what is sex with Emily like? Is it like mind-blowing <laughs> sex because you're surrounded by it every single day? Every single time, is it? I mean, is it? Yeah, I would say that <laughs> sex with me... Well, then here's a funny thing. So when I started my show 14 years ago, I was not having the best sex. I did not know... Every, I wasn't that girl that was always talking about it. I wasn't the one who had or, multiple orgasms and all the things. I mean, I thought it was good in bed. I always felt sexy and had a lot of boyfriends and all that stuff. But I knew there was so much more to sex that I knew about. And I was like, I'm not having like crazy orgasms sometimes. And I just knew there was more. So I started this as me search, going out, researching sex, understanding what makes, what makes it great. So now I have to say that, yeah, sex with me is pretty damn good. Like you get in a room with me and like, I know Give us I mean, some tips. What's like, like? Give me some tangible takeaways that I can go give and do. All the tips. Last night I bit Michael's balls on accident, <laughs> so I need some tips right now. It was an accident. Was I had, an accident. We talked about margaritas. this on your podcast. Yeah. I had too many margaritas, and you have to go listen to part one to hear you that story. To Might have gotten a little bitey, but you know what I mean. So, give give us some tangible takeaways on how we can ha- have sex like Emily has okay, sex. That's a really good question. Number one thing, honestly, is communication. I will never communication is a lubrication has been my motto and that will never change because if we don't talk about sex we often expect our partners to be mind readers and they should know what you like exactly like don't you see my neck sticking out you're supposed to kiss it right now hubby why didn't you but they're not we're all caught up in our heads and all of our own no they aren't we're just big like us men we're just big dumb animals we don't really yeah really i mean not dumb but you're animals we're all animals we have sex just like the chimpanzees it's fine like that's our ancestors so i think the main thing is not assuming that your partner is going to have sex the same way your last partner did because that changes over time and then in the moment like talking about it before sex what are you into that's how we're going to get into some tips here yes no maybes um but also just constantly talking about it and i think also being exploratory getting into different things trying new things and not being afraid of like vibrators and lube i mean you could get one toy woo more play which i love God bless because you. Because you're not. I really do. Like I was sad when I ran out of the first bottle. I'm like, do they still? Are they still making it? Because it's a massage. First of all, we love to. You love this too. Multi-purpose products, right, Lauren? Efficiency. Efficiency. I love time savers. Efficiency. Everything. Productivity. Yes. You so, know. So right. Woo, you're, the, you're getting your healthy like, thoughts in. Wesson better have you guys stocked up now. I'm hoping he does. He did. He Wesson. dropped off bottles. Stock Not it enough. Up. I give Wesson, them to everybody. We'll send, we're going to send a truckload. We'll just send them all over there. Okay, so it. communication. So, Michael, we need to communicate before you just stick it in. Well, Always. But here's the thing. Uh, first, okay, so imagine this scenario. Mm-hmm. There's a guy or a girl out there that's listening, and they're their partners maybe a little squeamish around the topic of sex. They don't okay. like to talk about it. They get uncomfortable. And maybe the other partner is very open to talk about How do you kind of break down that barrier? Because I think there's a lot of people, like in our interactions, there's a lot of people that write in and say, you know, I'm very interested in this, but my partner's not open to talking about it. Like, how do you break down the barrier to get them comfortable? Okay, so that is a great question. So I would say that talking about sex is actually a skill. Okay. It's not... Like, oh, I, I, cause most people do it the wrong way and they'll do it in the bedroom right after sex. And they'll say, oh, I wish you would have done this. Or, it's more next of a time, Could you not my, bite my balls? And, and the truth is outside the bedroom. <laughs> that, I gave her instant feedback on that one. Yeah, you're like, ouch, it's yeah. a good feedback. I mean, I believe the only time you should actually have a constructive talk about sex is when you're in pain. Mm-hmm. A lot of women have pain during sex and apparently men. And also just if something's uncomfortable, you, in the moment you want to be like, oh, could you move to the left or right? That's fine. But the best way to, if you've never talked about sex, which I'm telling you is why I will always have a job because most people do not talk about it, outside the bedroom. That's the number one thing. It is, and that is so, it's also timing. So you want to make sure that these things are not happening. Think about halt. You want to make sure that you are not hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. Ooh, that's going to be that's gonna real be hard for you. Hungry and angry. Ooh. Lonely and tired. <laughs> It's when you're chilling, you guys are having breakfast, maybe you're on a road trip, 
Maybe you're lying by the pool. Yes, a little spontaneity, Michael. Yeah. Sprinkle that shit like you cinnamon. Know, I will say when we travel, and I don't want to get too off topic, That's the sex is really good when well, we travel. Vacation sex is, is like the so... The le- Cabo's the best. It's that overrated, yeah. It's Cabo's almost as good as makeup, but not quite. Makeup sex? Yeah. yeah. Vacation sex. Because it's novel. Yeah. And it's new and exciting, so you the, want to do it outside. Maybe, some yeah, of maybe the be- best sex is makeup. Remember my bachelorette party in the bathroom? That's, no, I said that is. Makeup <laughs> is the number one, and then it's maybe travel. Okay, but back to the... So, it's different. Okay, so outside the bedroom, <laughs> when you guys are chilling, you're feeling comfortable, you're having breakfast. Are you, you know what's great for a lot of people who are afraid to talk about sex? I mean, because literally, it is like people are like, I don't know. I want to so bad that I can't. It's when you're on a road trip, or if you're just driving somewhere, could you be going to Walgreens. Hopefully a little longer trip, but you're driving and you don't have to make eye contact, but you're still, you know, just the two of you. You're still stuck. Yeah, yeah. You're still stuck in the little vehicle and you can be like, hey, babe, so I've been thinking about our sex life lately and I, I love having sex with you. It's been so hot. Remember last week when you bit my balls? Sorry, I won't. Remember last week when you went down to me for an hour? That was amazing. And when you kissed my neck, I love that. And you know what would be, so for example, you know what would be so hot? I realized that when you come up and you like kiss my neck, that after you do that, I'm being Lauren now. This is an example conversation. I get so turned on and it makes me feel like so like I just can't wait to have sex. So what I'm talking about the compliment sandwich here. You say what you like. I think that's so hot. It may turn me on. And so I think it would be great if we do more of that. And so when you come up to me and you give me a massage first and you pull out the woo and you like massage my back, it just makes me want to do anything. I just want to give you a blowjob from I want to do all these things to you. And so what do you think about that? <laughs> Is there anything you've been wanting to try? And you know, just kind of like you may you keep it so it's timing and tone and location. Your timing has to be right. You want to make sure you're in a good place where you feel safe. And your tone, because what a lot of people do is like, we need to talk about our sex life. You never initiate. You never give me a blowjob. You never go down to a me. Compliment sandwich. So the compliment sandwich starts with something that you love. But okay. it can't be an attack. So you never saying. be attacked. Your tone, you want to make this positive. This conversation that you have about sex is positive and it's light. And remember, it's not the last one. It's only your first one. And if you're in a relationship and it's ongoing, you want it to be like as much as you guys talk about where you're going to dinner, what's your workout going to be, where are you going on vacation, how's our sex life doing? Like, I believe in, I'm going to do a, a course for people that's your sex plan. Like, have your sex plan for the year. So that's really my thing is like, together, you're on the same team. And I think couples forget that when it comes to sex, you're on the same team and you both can have your needs met if you figure out what they are and you learn to talk about it in a healthy way. I think that people spend so much time, including myself, on like their morning routine or their nighttime routine or their workout or their their business schedule, their their calendar, their diet, whatever, diet, hair, makeup, whatever. And then they like kind of leave sex out. It gets neglected. It needs to be optimized. Exactly. Like that's that's why we have you. Right. That's why I'm here. I mean, I'm trying to opt because people, when you ask me your first question, so great. Why don't people talk about it? Because no one else is. And the other reason we don't talk about it is because we assume that sex should just always be amazing and great and it shouldn't take effort. And it's so odd to me that the thing that is so important to us, that we all want to have deep pleasure in and it connects us and it's intimacy. It's why you guys aren't just roommates, you're married, it's sex. Yet we don't, we think it should just be like rainbows and hearts and happiness. And it's just not, it takes work. It's going to change over time. So people have to prioritize their pleasure. Their sex Prioritize your pleasure. Well, I think yeah. it's such it's so important to think about because, like you said, every other area everyone's focusing so much on improvement, but this area just gets they neglected. It, and it's, it's probably the most neglected. in terms of relationship, it's one the of most the most important thing. Yeah. Completely so neglected. I want to dissect your yes, no, maybe list. Okay. So Emily has this yes, no, maybe list. It's on her site, sexwithemily.com, right? Yep. Okay. And so there's all different kinds of things on this list. There's like, <laughs> like Michael, we're probably, leash. Yes. No, we're probably not going to do the dirty stepfather and we're probably not going to do, uh, there's, there's some things I'd do on here. Mm. We're not going to do, uh, we're not going to do double penetration, Michael. <sighs> we're not going to do uh, a gangbang. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna do a gangbang. I, I hate to break it to you. We're not gonna be doing. But this list is this list. Is, it's pretty. It's it, there's some great ones on there like costumes, dildos, vibrators, dirty talk. What if you just yeah one thing on here? They're like oh. You know what I like this Fisting for? Fisting is out. For people is that no, are nervous of talking is that you can kind of maybe do this separately. 
And then yes. you can come together and share lists. And this is exactly... And you what, can even share the lists, not together, but just like, here's my list, here's your list. And they can go in a separate room and say, oh, I didn't realize that my person was into that. And maybe if you find out your person's into face fucking, right. that's, a, that's a good thing to know. Right. Okay, maybe, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fill my list out and I'm just going to leave it in your in your office. That's right. I mean, this maybe is not your office. stream. We're going to create it, like different it versions of it. But you could also do it like on an app when we, we get that, like it could only be, you only see the yeses or mm-hmm. you only see the curious. So you don't have to see if you're like embarrassed. That. You're like, oh God, I'm into I'm into squirting, and he's not, and he never has to know. What's your favorite on this list, and what's your least favorite for me yeah. in life? My yeah. favorite thing that I want. I mean, if, if oral's on there, oral sex, I would say. Uh, what is it on there, James? I think oral there's sex. versions of it. There's um, versions of it. This is, I would say, my favorite and my least favorite. Oh my God, uh, yeah, my least favorite. What did you say? I don't want to gag and choke. That's my least my least favorite. Fisting is off for me. I don't want to fist. Yeah, no. Golden showers. No, that's off for me. Shower. That's an off. That's like an off for me. What's my favorite? There's so I many love things. masturbation is one of my favorite Guys, tips. there's phone sex, porn, prostate play. Orgasm denial, paddling pain, phone sex, porn, prostate play, sexting, spanking. But we got to share that. Mimi, when you're listening to this, we got to link this. strap on place, swinging, threesomes. Oh my God, what's my favorite? Um, I would say that my favorite that I don't get enough of probably would be some spanking. Okay. A little bit of BDSM stuff. Uh, yeah. If you're listening bondage, out there, future, future BS. Future boyfriend, future ex boyfriend. Um, I love a good spank. <laughs> I like spit. Do you? Yeah. Lauren likes a good spank. Good. Just spank. <laughs> Just a good, it's a good. We got floggers, we got paddles, we sell things like that. And then my least favorite. What's my least favorite? Maybe face slapping. Michael, what's your least? Yeah, favorite? I don't want my face slapped. Do not. I had a guy kind of like, like no, and he spit on my face once. No, none of that. I wouldn't mind a face slap if See? it was like if it was like from my husband. Like I mean, I, oh, I would I'll give you a real good. Face He's like slap. now perfect. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. See, we're all different. Would you, did you know that? But I like these lists. But I People think, don't even know that that's an option. So they're like, oh. What we try to do, and I think what you've done and, tr- and also try to do, is just break down these barriers around conversations that people are curious about but won't have. And so that's why I, I was looking, I was, we were talking earlier offline, I was saying, I look at the analytics and I see one on Wu's account, I see all the people watching the stories and watching the posts, I can see it, but not not really engaging. Maybe they're scared their friend's going to see it or their boyfriend or their mom or their dad, whatever it is. And then also with these episodes, when we do episodes with you or any sex topics, it spikes, it goes crazy, but there's less chatter because... And when you say less chatter, you mean they're not commenting on Instagram, I love the show, or they're not emailing you emailing commenting or sharing you know because we see all the like shares yeah yeah, we see all that stuff and so we we monitor we i'm I'm very analytics driven guy and i just see it's funny i see all the views i see all the listens but it's less engagement that just tells me that people are shy to talk about these subjects okay so let's get to what really matters we just got a question from a reader tips on giving the best blowjob ever oh okay Let's get right to the blowjobs. <laughs> Enough with the analytics, Michael. Yeah, yeah oh, Michael. Sorry. Who cares about the analytics? I was being a nerd. <laughs> I'm kidding. I actually have so many questions for you after. Okay, best blowjob is enthusiasm. I'm telling you, you got to be into it. You got to be, but not in like a fake way, unless you have to fake it at the beginning. But the the sexiest thing I think is no guy wants to down and a woman's like her eyes are rolling and she's just like kind looking of looking like it's a chore. Yeah, yeah that's, not, to be a that's chore. not fun. I've never made you feel like it's a chore, so you should give no. me a little credit there. I'm, I have no complaints. I have good enthusiasm. Okay, so that's it. Like yeah, good. See, A plus big participation. Taylor trophy. loves as as between eight and nine thirty. Taylor's BJ <laughs> tip is a uh, um, is eye contact. He came on the mic. Yeah. And he's big on eye contact. Eye contact is really big. So that's kind of like the enthusiasm. So enthusiasm means like you want to lick it like it's the most delicious ice cream cone you've ever had and you cannot drop a bite. You don't want to miss a bite. And then, yeah, eye contact. And it's about how you look, like moving around. Like, and it doesn't even mean like, I think the problem with a lot of women, and Lauren, this is something like, they're not confident in their bodies. They don't feel sexy. And I think a lot of what you do is like, you're so confident authentically yourself. Not that we don't all have insecurities, but you know how to move your body, right? The, the way that feels good, I would think. Slithering like a snake. I, I I would hope so. I think that you should own the body that you're own in. Own the body you're in. Yeah, and I think you should be confident with whatever you are. I think that's such a waste of energy to not be confident. Exactly. And people ask, how do you be confident? You just wake up and make a decision you're going to be confident. Right. There's no other way. Exactly. Like, what else exactly? It's like... You might have to choose every day. Yeah. Because we all have insecurities. Everyone has insecurities. Everybody, I have 100 insecurities, but I try not to give that energy because it, it wastes energy. 
energy yes. towards things I can be doing exactly. that are more productive and efficient. Right, exactly. <laughs> I love that you're so productive. I mean, so I have to work on being like I want that, but it's not my go-to. Okay, you're so. you're pretty good. You're pretty good. You, you you're doing eight shows a week. Right, I would Jesus. say you're you're ten hours. Yeah, it's crazy. You guys, she does eight shows a week about sex. I know, but sometimes I never not about run out of topic. Ten hour. It's it's and it's ten hour ten hours a week on the live radio. Okay, but back to blow dubs because you're like, come on enthusiasm so and you're into it and you're looking in their eyes and you're just like you know and I think also a really important thing is you want to make sure it's wet enough and I think lube is so on I don't know how people your saliva first of all your mouth isn't always going to produce especially if there's alcohol involved then you're even more alcohol or weed forget it yeah you're dried out yeah no way so I'm so I'm not even just plugging it because I Woo more play. Listen I told you when we were talking on your episode it's we it's exists because of it, it, it was invented out of necessity. We're like, we I gotta... also think there's nothing wrong with like a twist with the a flick twist. of the wrist, like yeah. a tight, not too tight, like a tight grip of a twist going up and down mm-hmm. while you're utilizing your mouth. I feel like I'm pretty good at multitasking. Yes. That's good. No, that's my third tip is technique. So technique. Right. you got it. So the first one is like, you want to be into it. The second one is like, make sure it's like the wetter, the better. Technique and technique means because I think the thing is with porn, I was like, I should deep throat, I should gag. Not only if you're into it, your hand is your best friend during a blowjob. Like, use your hand. I love the double twist with your hands. Play with the balls if they're into it and like mix it up. Don't forget the balls. Don't forget the balls. And remember that the tip is the most sensitive. So, like, lick the tip and then also the frenulum. Here's my other thing if you guys don't know this that the underside of the penis, where the, where the shaft meets the the head of the penis, right? So, so the underside. Michael, pull your penis out so we can see. Um, I don't know if it'll fit on camera. So Michael's (laughs) penis is erect, let's say, and he's looking at it, the other side of it. Okay. The flip side, where the balls are. I've seen that a lot. Yeah, I've seen that. There's this little tiny spot. Okay. Where the head meets the chef. So here's the penis right here. Okay. It's right there. Okay. It's called the frenulum. Okay. It's your new best friend. The frenulum. 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 And we'll name our first, uh, our firstborn frenulum Bostick. Exactly. There you go. Come here, Freddy. Come here, Freddy. Freddy. <laughs> I love it. And you lick it. You 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 just you apply pleasure to it with your like with your hand, with your thumb, with your mouth. And so that is just a magic spot. And I think guys know that. They're like, oh yeah, I do touch that when I'm. I didn't know it was called the frenulum though. Yeah. Lick I probably it, should. Suck it and fuck it. Lick it, suck it, fuck it. Taylor, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a like a spring break shirt. <laughs> Taylor, do uh, do you like to uh, pleasure your frenulum when you're jacking off alone and edging? Friends till the end. Oh, here's, yeah. Okay. You know what's so relevant to this episode? Yes, I do. What is it? Sex. Sex. Lube. 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 Well, we talk about it in this episode a lot. I mean, we've been talking about forever. If you guys haven't tried coconut oil lube, woo, you are missing out. Let me tell you, I personally can't have sex without it. You can also use it alone if you want to, which is fun. So basically, woo, you can eat it, lick it, suck it, fuck it. You get your healthy fats in while you give a blowjob, and it just works. It has beeswax for grip, little stevia for taste, some vanilla essence for smell. It's really just everything you need when you're having sex. And it's not like I'm saying you need it. It just enhances the situation. You know what I mean? I was going to come in and add to that, but I might have to. I'm I'm overheating right now. I might have to leave the room. You were going to come in real quick. Yeah, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Guys, we didn't believe in this product and didn't love it as much as we do. One, we wouldn't have created it. And two, we wouldn't give it to every single guest that comes on this show in bright, skinny, confidential wrapping paper. And let me tell you, every guest gets a huge smile on their face when they get it. And then they always will message me via DM or on text and say, whoa. That's a unique gift, isn't it? lube right and you know what what what, what else are you gonna give water yeah we water here you know we also have coconut lube and it's the best yes so this is a great gift for a birthday a bachelorette party just to send your boyfriend maybe you guys have like a long distance relationship or just bring it home i'm telling you your boyfriend your girlfriend your husband whatever they're going to be obsessed it's the gift that keeps on giving yes it is Guys, to try this out, go to woomoreplay.com and enter promo code SKINNY20 at checkout. That's woomoreplay, W-O-O-M-O-R-E-P-L-A-Y.com and then code SKINNY20 at checkout for 20% off your entire order. Check out the freshies as well. A lot of fun stuff happening over at the Woo brand. Enjoy, guys. We know that you will. I was gonna say, so yeah, that's it. I mean, I would say my best tips are like, because a lot of women do email me this and they're so insecure about their blood. And I get it, like if you haven't done it a lot, but I think that the penis will speak to you. Pay attention to what the penis, just like the vulva, if you're going down on a woman, like 
people often just, you're not paying attention. So if you're sitting there and you're, you're into it, you're touching it, you're looking at it, and you can also ask questions, but you kind of know. I don't know. I feel like it's intuitive over time, but just know that be into it, pay attention. I think if you ask the question, hands, you don't want it to just be like um, scientific questions. It's more like, do you like that? This do you like this? this? You should hook up with me after this podcast because I have all this knowledge about your frenulum. I'm ready. <laughs> Cancel our next episode. We gotta go home. <laughs> yeah, do you guys have like a sex room in here? No, you don't have a sex room. I think my HR department would have a, a oh, rough time with that. Yeah, we don't. they they sit right next to my office, probably on purpose. We could just go in the car. You guys yeah. are so cute. You know what's funny? We were doing this um Instagram live the other day. Jamie just on our thing. We were doing Woo War Play, and we said, "I'm like, I thought about it. I'm like, like the sexiest couple that I know invented this too. So they probably were like, what could we use in that? Because we didn't really talked about it." Like Lauren and Michael are so sexy, and then they made a lube. So like, and it's a sexy freaking lube. Well, a massage oil, it's just hot. I'm like, go we, look at, I'm like, go look at them, and then see them the sex they're having. Then you're gonna want to use it. We like I said, it was a lot of trial and error, right? It wasn't that hard to it wasn't that hard to come up with because we were we were testing it. We should make a homemade porn on my YouTube channel you and do a DIY. <laughs> have you not yet? No, we don't have a homemade porn. I mean. Michael's not big when things, on um, when things get a little slow. That's our that's our move. No, Michael's not big on having things say, in the oh, cloud. Shit, we're, we're slowing down. Nobody's listening. Bust out the porn and then boom. Yeah, maybe like we do like a Paris Hilton one night in Paris. But we should well, we have a we, we, call we one just put up a Laris. blog about how to make a sex tape. We have a really great blog on our site how to make a sex tape. A sex tape. It's not for everybody. But if you're in a committed relationship, you're not worried that he's going to show. He's worried that the cloud is going to capture it. I might have trouble capture. Like I don't know how I would film it. I've already have a rough enough time trying to just take a basic. What do you mean? You just you just put a tripod up. Oh, you put a tripod. It's not like showing the angle. Taylor can come set it up. We have three cameras here in the studio. Yeah, Taylor just purchased. Taylor, let me tell you something. If I was going to do a tape, you would never be anywhere near that filming. I could just set it up and then you know set it and forget it. And then just set it and forget it. I'm telling you, it's really hot. I haven't done it. I've never done it, but my mom, my mom did it. It's so funny. Okay. Ten years ago, she was on my show. She was like, I was doing something about a sex tape. She's like, oh, I'm like, I would never do it. And my mom's like, well, we did it once. And I'm like, wow. With, your, with your dad? Yeah. With my, with my stepdad, she did. I was like, you did. And then what happened? She's what like, year oh, was that? I was probably like literally the nineties or something. Wow. I was like, what'd you do with it? She's like, we destroyed it. We didn't want your kids to find it. I want a sex tape. Why? Let's do a sex but tape. It's hot for you guys to watch. I think it could be. Yeah. Really hot. You like looking at her, you know, her new boobs you were saying. with the You th- do like looking at my new boobs. She did get me this sexy book before we got married. Of no, new- no, no. I got you. I got you a masturbation kit for when we got married. So what I did is I shot naked photos and I did a book and it says your masturbation kit. And then I got a huge thing. This is before woo of coconut oil for him. And um, one more thing that had to do with masturbation and made a kit for him. And said at the end of the book, your life's over. But you know <laughs> what? I, I, but but I also, but I don't want to use that book because I feel like there's a little bit of a psychopathic behavior to try to use your own wife as like a masturbation kit. I'm not. Why? Listen, I, I think about my wife. No, all the time, no, no, Emily, you got to tell. But I want to talk okay, about this. No, okay. I want to talk about porn because a okay. lot of women. When we talked about this, I think before, get really pissed off when the men in their life watch porn. Oh, yeah, that's a great topic. And, I get that every night. And I day. keep trying to tell everybody that this is has nothing to necessarily do with nothing. the partner. Nothing at all. Like, if I don't I, care if you watch porn If I day. watch a porn, it has no... Re- it's not a reflection on Lauren or our sex life or our relationship. It's, and I don't... You would be a better person to explain this than me. But even women, women watching porn has nothing to do with the partner. It's just... It's a natural part of human behavior. Uh, it's like exercise. Yes. It's like it's a stress reliever. It's self-love. And it really, it's its not because they don't like you anymore and they're not attracted to you and they actually want you to look like the girl in porn. It's not about any of that. Like, I always tell people, like, the, he was watching porn before he met you. He's going to watch it when he's with you. And if you keep writing him about it, he's going to watch it after you. And like, if he says uh, he's not, women, yeah. he's lying. And you're putting exactly. him in a position to lie. But every day I hear from people like, oh, man, I caught my partner watching porn. I'm like, oh, who like, cares? Don't lie to your partner about it either. Like, the more people are open and, and honest and authentic about what's actually happening in their sex life, they're going to be shocked to see that their partner is going to be on board the, This it. is another thing, though. You can't control it. So, like, why give it any energy? Like, if right. your partner wants to watch porn, let him watch porn. I mean, I think watching porn together is fun. As long as it's not absolutely becoming unhealthy to the point where it's inhibiting your sex life like if if i was watching a ton of porn and, and neglecting my wife that would be a problem taylor I think. when you go search red tube or Pornhub or whatever you watch your porn on what are you searching and be honest 
Like, what's the real search? I browse around. What's the most popular? I like to see what's trending. Like, give us really? a couple of browsing yeah, what's trending? Yeah, what's trending? Oh, I don't know what's trending. I'm just saying in general, the videos change. Is it like teacher, student, or like oh, boss, no, I'm secretary? not into role play. Come on, that's, I think the role play thing is, for me, has no effect. For okay. You don't know yet. Like, so you, the whole, I, I get what you guys were talking about earlier about the, he's the stranger analytical. thing, but for me, I would just go, I know you. I don't, you're not selling me on this. You have okay. to dive so into your imagination. role play could also be just like dressing up, being like, you know. Like, okay, hey, honey, like. Guy. The milkman's here. The yeah, yeah milk but that's really hard. After you get over the laughing or the weirdness, you realize that you actually, it is someone, it feels like someone new. So it's it's not unhealthy no. in your opinion? Not at all. And I especially mean, for a relationship? No, I think it's actually healthy for a relationship. Here's the thing. Porn is only a problem when there's consequences. So, so you're like, I think my boyfriend's a porn actor. He watches like three times a week. I'm like, that is not a problem. It's when there's consequences, like any addiction, like drinking or smoking. If you, if it's impeding your life, you can't get up and go to work because you were masturbating all day. You lose relationships because you can no longer get turned on by a human. That's when it's a problem. So no, I think that porn is ultimately really can be really healthy and it's a release and it's great when couples watch it together because it can be inspiration. Again, the reason why sex gets boring and dull, which is going to happen in your relationship if you do not prioritize it, talk about it, think about it and discuss it is because you're doing the same thing over and over and over again. So if you have watched some porn and there's a lot of great porn that's like female friendly, like Erica Lust makes some great porn. I can give you a login to her site. It's super sexy and fun. We've sent her some woo. Yeah, you've sent her some woo. Oh, good. Oh, love. Oh, you guys... She's like, great. So like, and then together you could be watching and be like, oh, that's, that's really sexy. Maybe we could try that position or just inspiring. It's something new. So no, I think that, but when I was 24, my boyfriend was watching porn. I was, I remember thinking like, that we're having the best sex of my life. I thought at the time, as you often do, I thought, how could he ever, and then I got, I had the insecurities. Does he want me to, you know, look like this woman? And that's because people just don't talk about it enough. And we're very, and I understand why it could be a point of contact uh, problem for some people, but really no, it's healthy. And then step two of that, masturbation. A lot of men and women get insecure if their partner is masturbating. They think, oh, am I not satisfying you? Not? Like a lot of times, for me personally, it's not, it has nothing to do with that. It's just like, it's a release. It's like a stress release or it's just yeah. like a, a thing. It, yeah. And, it, and, and the act of masturbation is completely different than the act of sex. Oh, yeah. Completely. Typically quicker, not as not as engaged, not, you know what I mean? It's literally, it literally is like a stress reliever. It, it, and that's why I try to, right? It's just like you do it, it's, it's habitual. And it just, I don't know, right? It just it's it's like sometimes you sex. wake up and you're like, man, I'm not in the best mood. And you're like, that. I'm gonna get a shot of serotonin in my mm-hmm. head. I'm gonna get the dopamine rush. Yes, but yeah. again, as just long as it's don't like a healthy lo- use my Lamer cream like you used it the other oh. night on your arms and legs. I never did oh, that. You always lie. You always exaggerate. Okay. Lauren, if Lauren gets a Tell paper me. cut, she'll say her arm's gone. So I know this motherfucker leaves out Vaseline and like uh, no, I now he uses woo. But when, before when we first started dating, he would leave out like a Costco size Vaseline. <laughs> Situation, and I'd be like, "Oh, how?" I wanted to set the bar right from the beginning and say, "Listen, this happens. This exists. I I can't. We're not going to pretend it doesn't." I think masturbation's great. It's self love, like it is self love, and we need it. And I often have to remind. So, women, this is the this is what happens. Women are often, you know, concerned or bummed out by their men masturbating, their partners. And for women, I have to, I have to incur, I have to remind them, like you need to masturbate because women don't have that. Many women don't have that same incentive or push. There might still be some shame around it. I have women of all ages who say to me, "Well, I have a partner. I don't need to." And it's like that's well, how no, you no, learn. no. Yeah, I gotta, gotta masturbate. It's like it helps you figure out, you know, your own body too. Because women also are very set in their ways. Like, well, I can only orgasm clitorally, or I only orgasm this way. But that's also how you learn. Other you you got to get to know your body. I always say yeah. it's like mind-body connection. Everything is. Well, you're talking about multi or being multi-orgasmic. Like that's mind-body connection. I think a lot of it. Like yeah. it's 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 having the connection, and you have that. I think through masturbation. You know, yeah, what Anthony Bourdain said. He said he said your body is not a temple. It's an amusement park. Now have fun with it. Mm, I like that. I like that too. I yeah, want you to good. give advice because right. someone just asked this question on Instagram. Do you have advice for virgins? Yeah, I do. Okay. Okay. So here's the advice for virgins is that, first of all, don't beat yourself up. You're right where you need to be. There's no perfect age to lose your virginity and don't trip on it and don't feel like you're some kind of leper and like it's a problem in the community and like you, oh my God, I got to get it over with. So I think I hear from them, they're like, what do I do? Do I tell the person that I'm with? First of all, I say, should I just go on a dating app and find someone to get over with? No, you shouldn't. Virginity is still a thing. We put a lot of emphasis on it. You're always going to remember when you lost it and it is a big moment in time. I think we celebrate it sometimes or we 
for the wrong reasons or we make it a bigger deal than it should be in the sense of like, oh, it has to be this perfect thing with like candles and rainbows and music and lights and all those things. But it still is a big deal. The first time you're doing it, it is. So it's not something that you want to just rush through or have some rando partner. I think that absolutely, if you're having sex for the first time with someone, you have to let them know. I also hear from people who I think feel shameful around it and they're like, oh, I don't need to, um, oh, I'm just not gonna tell them. I'm just gonna pretend I'm not a virgin. No, let them know that like, I haven't had sex yet, just so you know. Like absolutely be open about it. And I think you also wanna pick a partner that you trust. That's a really big thing that you want to feel safe and you want to trust, especially for women. I feel like we have our best sex, more orgasms and more pleasure when we're with a trusted partner, someone they actually feel safe with. So I think that's that's kind of like my main tips is just to take your time, make sure it's someone you know, and then also masturbate if you haven't had an orgasm yet. You know, just that's for me, I never had one during intercourse. I was unlike Lauren, luckily, like didn't just have one right away. I don't know if you did it right away, but I personally, had to masturbate. I had to be like, what is, because I used to think like a lot of women, I you have a sex, you have intercourse, like boom, penis goes to vagina, explosive orgasm. That's not reality for most women. Most women do not orgasm during intercourse. Only 20% do. So I had to do my own work. So if you're a virgin, spend the time getting to know your body, what makes you feel good. So when you do have sex, you can move, explain it to your partner and show them what you need. I'm into it. Someone just asked, I'm not going to say usernames because some people don't probably sex, want. It. Yeah. How to ask your husband about having a threesome. Ooh, that's a good one too. I get that a lot. So here's the thing. This is, the, okay, this goes back to the communication conversation. You don't want to say, well, first of all, you don't want to spring it, I want to have a threesome. Because the first thing your partner's going to say is, who do you want to fuck besides me? Like, who else is there? Why do you want it? It's threatening. It's like, we have this union and you want to bring someone else in. So this is when you have that conversation. You're like, hey, babe, let's talk about our sex life. Any fantasies you've been wanting to try? Is there anything you've been into? Like, let's talk about some things. And because I think that it, a lot of people have never talked about sex ever. So I think kind of say that. And you could say, have you ever thought about being? Then you could. I, my thing is also, if you don't want to do yes, no, maybe, or an alternative that is a bucket list. Like it, you each write down three things you want to try and you swap that. I think we've talked about that before. But as far as a threesome goes, say, you know what? I've kind of thought it would be really hot to see you with another man or another woman. A lot of times I don't know if she's thinking about whoever asked it. I think it was a she, she said husband. It was a she. She wants to tell her husband that she wants to have a threesome. With a guy so or girl, or is it not, girl. Di- she not didn't, distinguished? She didn't. Okay. Let's do um, both scenarios because I think they're different. They're very different. Yeah. Okay. So if it's a woman saying, you know, I, I've been thinking lately that it would be really hot to be with another woman. I've never done that before. I think a threesome could be interesting. What do you think about it? That's something that you would be into. I think it would be really sexy for both of us to share that experience. What do you think? And then you just bring it up like that. And you have to make it more about the three of you. And, and I also think that you have to listen because sometimes when we spring something new on our partner, their first reaction is no, or scary, or scared, or fear. Or like, the defense. Defense. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I want that. Or what do you mean? Are you not satisfied? So I think you actually have to lead with, I'm loving the sex, the compliment thing again too. I'm loving things sex we're having. It's been so great lately. I, I love everything about it. And I've been thinking, I have these fantasies sometimes when I'm masturbating, I think it'd be kind of hot to have a threesome. Never done it before. Um, not really sure how it would work, but first I want to see, would you be open to that? I also think that a lot of, like, if a woman says that, oh, I want to bring another woman into the, the relationship in the bedroom, the man is, like, is like that that meme where there's, like, laser everywhere yeah. and he, like, doesn't know where to go <laughs> and he doesn't know what to touch because he's scared if he says yes, then the woman's going to, like, well, flip. Listen, I'm going to be honest here. There's a okay. lot, there's not a lot, of, I mean, and I could be generalizing, and this could be sexist, and I could be getting in trouble. That wouldn't be the first time that's happened to me. Mm-hmm. There's not a, in my opinion, eight out of ten times, I'm going to put a number on it. Uh-huh. There's not a lot of men that if a woman approached them and said, I'd be interested in having another woman in the bed, they'd be like, whoa, 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 I don't think so. Bring a man in, that could be a different scenario. We said that's different. But I don't think there's a lot of men that would be immediately on the defense. This is more of like, oh, shit. What do I say here? Well, I think is this a, a trap? It's a trap. And is then, this a trap? And then, yeah. and then they say, the it's guy like says Admiral yes Akbar right away. I love traps. I set traps right. all the time. You, so yeah. So Michael never knows what's a trap and That's what's not. That's so good. But it, I love it. You know, there, you have to navigate it yeah. carefully where you don't want to be too enthused. I think you should have some things on your bucket list. So now that we're talking, be like, oh, so I've been wanting to, I thought we could just, you know, I was. Listening, I always tell people, tell, blame me. Say so you were listening to my podcast. But like, I was listening to this woman. She said, 
we should prioritize our pleasure. Mm-hmm. And I think we've been having sex a lot. You know, we do the same things. And so I think it'd be fun to like try different things. I mean, maybe give a variety of things and say, you know, I love that time we were on vacation and we had sex outdoors. I think, it, you know, I think about threesomes. I don't know if it's just a fantasy or what, but is that something you'd want to try? So you make it more like, you don't want to be like, we need to try a threesome and pressure. You want to make it more like casual like that, but you're right. The guy's going to be like, uh-oh. You don't know if it's a trap because listen, ladies, the ladies are laying traps out there. I have, <laughs> you could say, tell me more about that. Like, okay, and then, and then you're right because if you said, Yes, I do. Kyle's like, I could be like, yeah. I'd be like, who do you, which one of my friends do you want to sleep with? Yeah, exactly. Right? So exactly. I think you got to ask a little bit more questions and then be like, well, I don't know. I think it's interesting. If it was something, and this is the right answer is really. So that's, how do you picture that going down? Explain to me. What are the ask logistics of the threesome? If, if say this woman does ask her husband, like, let's have a threesome. Like what's, what have you seen as the most successful threesome? I think the most successful threesome is when it's somebody, first of all, yeah, you don't know. Yeah. Unless it's someone you kind of know randomly and you know it would be cool. But I think it's better if it's not like, oh, she's our bisexual friend. Let's bring her in. Or my best friend. I mean, typically, I mean, I've been with women. It's never like my best friend. I'm not even attracted to my best friends, but it's something kind of more organic. My best threesomes were more organic and you're out and you're not attached with someone. But I think for couples. It's not your bookkeeper. It's not your accountant. No, right. Especially. (laughs) Um, Although, no. But I, I um, I think it's more about. Finding what you're both into. So you both, here's the thing. The woman has to be attracted first to the woman. Like you have to make sure that she's into it and she's leading it. Those are the most successful. So I think finding someone online, there's some great sites like um, Cassidy and Fleshbot and what's another one? Um, Field. Yeah. We have a a blog on our uh, site. uh, Taking notes. (laughs) Yeah. We have a website on how to find a third on our our website. Yeah. Field, F-E-E-L-D. So I think that that's it. And then you find and meet them ahead of time, like have a drink or do a FaceTime, just like online dating. I think you'll need to FaceTime first. Don't waste your time putting makeup on and getting out the door unless you like actually. That's some good advice too. Just just generally good advice. Yeah. Like don't fucking go. So do that. And I think that it's some people I know like like to go to Vegas and make a weekend out of it and have it. So I think that's the best. There's like also another thing is there's play parties. Like, you know, find someone who's throwing them. Wherever you live, I promise you there's swingers in every town that you live in. There are swingers, like a swinger group. And they call themselves swingers, but now they're more like play parties. So you could guys could go. Well, another thing I, I say is experiment. Go to these parties where they invite couples and like women, they're called unicorns, are often invited without a date. Single men are typically not invited. Um, and you go along and you see, is this interesting to us? There's no pressure to hook up, but you kind of be like, oh, I want to, you know, maybe like, Let's say it was you two. Lauren would be like, oh, yeah, I think it'd be kind of hot. I'm going to make out with her. And then you watch. And you just kind of follow her lead in most cases. It's not me so leading, just diving in. No, you're like, that chick. She don't, no, she'd be, I don't know, but she might be like. My eyes would be ripped out of my head. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you wear a blindfold the whole time yeah. until Lauren's at the whole plan. So I think I think it's more like that. You just find what you're both attracted to. Or another great thing is I just think couples have to tread really lightly. You don't want to do a threesome if to save the relationship because sex has been dull. You want to do it because your sex is so hot. You guys communicate so well. You're on super solid ground. And you've really talked with you. Like maybe you've watched threesome porn together. You dirty talk it. Like, okay, so right now she's going down on you. She's going down on me. She's hot. She looks like this. And you're visualizing it and you're picturing it. And then after you've done all those things and then you set boundaries, can she sleep over? Is it someone we know? Is he allowed to make out with her, Lauren? I'm just playing it to you guys now. You know, do you, what do you want to see? And you really take the time to make sure that you have discussed everything because while it can be super hot for couples, I know a lot of couples are like, oh yeah, our sex life went to the next level. Some couples, they can't handle the jealousy and it actually tore them apart more so. So... Question. Was that a real question or was that? It was a real question. It was you. It was no, it was, it was a real question. question. It actually got submitted. Okay. I don't know. Just I, we never know. Wants, I don't, I don't, know, I don't know if I'm in a trap scenario here. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be careful. Do you guys ever want to try it? I love setting traps. Uh, I, gotta be... I think I would have a threesome if I was like in Amsterdam. Yes. Why do you always Perfect. say that? Because that's where Amsterdam's, Amsterdam's like the best place to have one. And there's drugs and sex. Yeah. Okay. What do you mean? Taylor... Talk to book, a, book a flight to book Amsterdam. Taylor, book my flight to Amsterdam. Taylor. I have my arm here ready to block. I love you guys. Uh, ready to block. <laughs> you guys are the best. Okay. Not, yeah. The most underrated sex tip. Mm. Most underrated sex tip is to go slow. I mean, honestly, my best sex tip is, I guess, do you guys know? I mean, I think you should slow 
everything down. Well, when you were talking to us in the first, when we did part one on your on your Go podcast, um, and you were talking about slow, I kind of wanted to go into because I think men and women reveal all of their cards so quick in a relationship, yeah. not just sex. And what happens is it takes all the mystery out of it right away. I don't think us as humans can process that kind of information on, right. on an individual that quickly. And I, I think it, we've never really gotten into the science of why people get turned off when that happens quickly. Because I won't say there who it was. Of, yeah. But I've a lot of my friends, and I'm just speaking because most of my friends are, are men, when they get in a new relationship and the woman that they're in a relationship with reveals all of their cards right away, it it turns them off and they they run for the hills. And what and kind be, of, you mean sexual cards or just like their entire history? They're everything. Life. It's like this is where I was born. This is what I'm doing. This is my ex boyfriend. This is what I'm. This is what I want to do. This is when I want to get married. This is what I want to do for sex. More mystery, less history, right? Yeah, and it's and oh it's, no history. I, I be a poodle. We talked about this on your podcast. Be aloof. Be make them work for the information. Um, I also think that keeps things interesting. Like even when I, and you don't even know I do this, but even if I have like a really great, interesting story, when I see Michael, I'll think I'm going to save this for dinner. And, and I've, I learned that actually from your mom, like brain stimulation is a thing. So I'll, and if I have four good stories, I'll save maybe two for dinner this night and like save another two for, for dinner later. I think that you should like have your, your bullets in your gun and not fire them off all at once. Yeah. I think that's, that makes total sense. I think you want to, I mean, the reason, and the reason why it goes away is because we are no longer interested because the newness, that's why sex is so great early on. Because you have the spontaneity and like you have the newness. Nothing, Everything's like mysterious. You don't know what's going to happen next. And like that is what makes it hot. It is the biology. Like our brains are we're firing at all cylinders. We're like, this is new. We don't know what's happening. And then it becomes rote. We're doing the same things over and over again. So And the wanting of more. Like, oh, I'm still, yeah, I'm still, int- oh, I want to know more. I want to learn more. Like right. when it's, everything's just thrown at you right away. You're, just, you're like, much. I got it's it Information all. overload. I, I agree. So the more you reveal things slower, you move slower. I think I always say go five times slower. Um, I always tell men this because I think what happens after a while is you just rush through it. You're like, oh my God. Off, Sometimes you get so lazy. You need to you like, lazy. you, you could go a little slower. Are you saying that you don't? Sometimes? No, you could. We all get lazy. Everyone gets lazy. They but do. like guys need to slow down. Slow down. Five times slower. Girls five need times. to slow down too. Slow down. Really? <laughs> Wait, what? Like how? Just in general. Like, <laughs> what do you true. mean? We talk fast. No, 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 I just mean, I was... No, 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 Michael what saying. exactly do you just mean? Just sometimes you... girls, it's the same thing as immediately they, they you, you know their whole life story and, you know, all about their ex I think generally lives, everything else. everyone can slow down. <laughs> I think it's good advice. No, you're Before right. you bump up you're uglies, right. you need to slow down. We all down. need to slow the fuck down and be more mindful. Like if that's where everything the world is going right now is towards mindfulness and breath. So I also think my other tip, underrated tip, is to breathe during sex. Breathe actually enhances orgasm. Sometimes we forget to breathe. But for women and for men sometimes, and you probably learned this, Taylor, check out my one. podcast. We Part one, we talked, we had some great premature ejaculation tips. I'm very proud of Taylor. Uh, <laughs> most men can't do that shit. So it's really amazing. That makes one of us. Um, right. So what? Proud of him? <laughs> yeah. Right. No, I, I completely agree. I'm just kidding, Taylor. And don't forget um, to breathe. It's important. Right, but breath, you guys. And I, and I even tell like women too, it's like we, since we're holding our breath, but when you get anxious, we like, sometimes we O-block ourselves, like about to get there and we can't. If you breathe deep, like, deep in your pelvic floor, like it's going down and you feel it and you like breathe back up again. It's like your whole body can become more orgasmic. And this goes for men too. So I think breathing more during sex and then breathing together, which is kind of a tantric principle. Well, okay, go on. careful. Taylor's going to be panting over there over sex. Taylor will be like, <gasps> <laughs> my whole body deep is so full- orgasmic. <laughs> yeah, we know. Is it? Don't pop a boner, Taylor. From See, from the, from what is it? From my toes down to, never mind. Okay. I think you need to do some soul searching, buddy. <laughs> With that, but our whole body can be orgasmic. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. Slowing down so you can explore. Slow We're slowing it down. down so we can explore all the erogenous zones. More touch, more kiss, more slow. You know what? Set an alarm in your phone. Guys, we've learned a lot today. We've learned a lot today. <laughs> we we've gone. So we've gone a lot of different areas. We have gone it. in a lot so of different fun. areas. Emily, it's always the best doing this with you. Yeah, the you're same. the best. It's fun. You guys are. I'm so glad you're here now. Um, it's, it's pimp yourself out. Tell everyone where okay, they can you guys, find you. It's um at Sex with Emily across the board. We're on social media. You guys can find me on SiriusXM Satellite Radio, which is amazing. It's five to seven p.m. Monday through Friday on Pacific, eight to ten East on Stars Channel One Hundred Nine. It's also on demand on the SiriusXM app. I have three podcasts a week, so wherever you listen to podcasts, you can check those out. And that's where you find us. Thank you for talking about stuff that is so taboo and opening the doors for women, especially to let their freak flag fly and have fun with it. 
like let's talk about it. I, I love your whole mantra and what you're about. Thank so you. thank you for coming on. My pleasure. Thank you. you. Thanks. As always, we want you guys' feedback. Let us know your favorite part of the Sex with Emily episode, and we will drop into your inbox and send a few of you pink Barbie sparkly pop sockets. Thank you so much for listening, and make sure you rate and review The Skinny Confidential, him and her podcast on iTunes. Bye.